The views, ideas, and content of well seekers and their guests are their own opinions, and you should always seek additional professional help around any of the issues discussed here on Well Seekers. Hello, and welcome to Well Seekers, where we are all finding our happy and our well from the mind down and forming a better relationship with ourselves and with others. I'm Lucia, and I'm so honored to be here with you to help us all find our happy and our well. We're in the middle of an incredible series where we are reviving our minds and our holistic happy in time for summer. For me, last summer in particular was a horrible summer. There was a lot of change going on in my life and there was a lot of unsteadiness and things that were out of my control. It was probably my worst summer in a really long time, but... I know now from just even looking back that there are certain things I could have done during the summer to revive my mind and to have had a more enjoyable time. And even when things have been really incredibly going well in my life, my summers can just fly by and I haven't even realized it's summer because I've packed way too much into it. So the point of this series is to help us relax, de-stress, grow personally, take care of ourselves personally, and take care of each other and form, again, better relationship with ourselves and other people as we head into the summer. And in order to do that, reviving our mind and our holistic well-being is really essential. So if you've been listening to the show and you're part of the Seekerhood, you know that we dove into meditation with Swami Verdin, shout out to Swami, in our first episode. And then we talked to Coach John Webster last week about how to transform our life. And this week, as we head into the third week of our series, we are talking about the skin and mental health. I know some people are probably thinking, isn't that an outside thing Uh, more than a mental, emotional health thing? I incorporated into the series for two reasons. The first is we're all about holistic happiness here. So mind, body, spirit, and the skin, of course, is part of mind, body, spirit. But The reason that I incorporated into this was when I was researching some of the things that people struggle with in the summer and look to changing or working on during the summer that really make themselves and their lives more happy and well, skin kept coming up in the search. And it kept coming up for two reasons. I can relate to this, and I don't know if you guys can relate to this, but one of the reasons that it kept coming up was because there is an undeniable link. The American Psychological Association confirms this, wrote an article about it, that I'm going to talk about and share with you guys, but how psychologists and dermatologists really can work side by side. And the reason for that is that it's really twofold. One, mental health and stress can cause significant skin problems. So psychologists have been looking into how acne or eczema or itching and hives and other skin problems can actually happen because we are stressed out, because of foods we're eating, because of life circumstances that are going on that are causing us to break out. So some of these problems, not always, but acne, eczema, itching, hives can be caused because of not supporting our mental health. And then the second reason that we're doing it is because sometimes it's a chicken and egg thing, right? Sometimes when you have those issues, acne or eczema or itching or hives, you then can have social anxiety, depression, and psychological issues. So it really is a which came first, the chicken or the egg type situation sometimes trying to figure out, but it is undeniable. The American Psychological Society also says that mental health and skin 
go hand in hand. That could be we need to help reduce our stress, look at some of the emotional things going on in our life, mental health things going on in our life that may be leading to skin problems or vice versa, look at our skin and figure out, is it causing us distress? What can we do about it? So today's show, we're going to dive into that in a second, some of the things that you can do. But I also have my esthetician on. Her name is Christina. She works at Oasis European Skincare in Avon, Connecticut. I've known Christina for almost a decade. Galena, who used to own the spa, shout out to Galena. She introduced me to Christina years ago, and now Christina has taken over. She's going to come on and share some of her real life ways that we can enhance our skin for the summer. So whether you have skin issues and you want to address those, or you're stressed out and it's causing skin issues and you want to do something to take care of your skin, she's going to come on and share those helpful, real, and simple solutions with us. Before we dive into that, I just want you to know that you're not alone. If you're feeling stress and anxiety coming out of a certain situation or heading into a certain situation, I know last year personally when it was summer and I was just heading into a difficult situation, it was ruining my summer. I was like, I do not, summer's the time of year where you get four months to just be happy and free, right? And I did not want to be stressed out during the summer. So what are some of those things, coping skills that we can do as we head into the summer to reduce stress and to help our skin from a mental health perspective? I'm going to dive into some of those and then we'll let Christina talk about the actual skin process. I'm going to give you guys three of my favorite things to help reduce stress. Um, Maybe four. The first one is, and you've heard me talk about it before, but I don't know if you guys can relate to this, but when I've been stressed out, I just want something that's just going to fix it immediately. Right. And people used to say, do you meditate? Do you meditate? I was, didn't want to meditate because that took time. I just wanted an easy solution. But if you go back and one of the reasons that I kicked off the series with meditation, it's because it is one of the most incredible for me, stress reduction, self-care, and personal growth tools that I've ever experienced. For me, I pray as well, but prayer and meditation has been phenomenally huge in my stress reduction, in my personal growth, and in my self-care. If you are new to it, I want to, I'm going to put a link to it, but there's something called the 478 breathing meditation. And it's as simple as this. And I do this with my own self-care as part of my own self-care routine. If you don't want to sit there and meditate um, or do any of the things we've talked about on the show, here's a new one. And again, I'll put a video link, but you breathe in for four, one, two, three, four. You hold your breath for seven, one, two, three, four, five six, seven, and then you breathe out for eight. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. That's called the four, seven, eight breathing meditation. It's one of the most powerful breathing meditations that I've ever done. And it has helped me just refocus, calm me down and relieve some of the stress that can come on during the day or during a difficult situation. That's one of my favorite stress reduction techniques The second is, and I'm not just plugging this, um, we do a lot of giveaways of our boxes too, so you don't have to buy one. You can enter one of the giveaways on the show. But the reason that I created the tool section of Well Seekers is not for any other reason than 
I know in my own stress reduction that meditation has been helpful. Therapy was helpful, has been helpful. Talk therapy, exercise is helpful, but there's something about a collection of stress reduction tools that really actually works. So if you go onto the um, Wellseeker shop tab, there's a featured tool section. You can just pick your own tools. Again, I don't, we're not paid to endorse those. It's just something that I've used in my own stress reduction, self-care, personal growth routine, and I know it works. So a variety of those tools mix and match, or the reason that I just put it together in a box was simple, easy. Just the back to basics box is filled with things that I used all summer long. And I swear it is one of the reasons that I enjoyed even a fraction of my summer when I was going through hard times was because of those tools. They're just incredible. So you can do meditation, you can use hands-on tools. And the other thing that I want to say that helps me with stress reduction is helping others. Whether it's going out to coffee and just listening to a friend or volunteering at my church or some sort of service to others that just brings me outside of myself, that is essential to my stress reduction, personal growth, just self-care routine. I know it sounds sort of contradictory towards what self-care should be, but for me, part of my self-care routine is getting together with other people and being of service to them. Because when I get outside of myself, I feel like I'm taking care of myself and taking care of another person, and it's a win-win. Now, you can't take care of everyone and do that 24 hours a day. That's just not possible. But for me, connecting with other people or being of service to other people is definitely something that helps me just put perspective on the stressful situation I'm going through. Um, and again, just get outside of myself. So those are my top three scientifically proven and personally proven stress reduction, self-care, personal growth techniques that have helped me. So if you're facing stress and it's hurting your skin or you have skin problems and you're facing depression and anxiety, whatever came first, those are three tools that have helped me. I have had hives. I've had eczema. I have had outbreaks from stress and then from autoimmune. Sometimes I would have eczema from my autoimmune disorder. So I've sort of had both sides of that skin problems as a result of stress, skin problems from other issues, and then have stress because of it. So I definitely feel your pain. Um, and I also know that there's another side to it, both through those self-care techniques and through taking care of your skin in ways that maybe you didn't think about. So we are going to come back on Well Seekers with Christina Edwards, who is going to help us all get the skin that we want and revive our mind and our skin just in time for summer. We'll be right back with Christina on Well Seekers. You're listening to Well Seekers, a show where the journey is just as important as the destination. You want to be part of the Seekerhood? It's easy. Email us anytime at hello at wellseekers.com. Hey guys, it's Lucia. Thanks so much for listening to the show. Now, I know we're on a break and we're waiting for our guests to come back on. So in the meantime, make sure you check out wellseekers.com for all the latest and greatest simple and easy tools to help you live life well, to build a stronger mind, a stronger body, a stronger spirit, and a stronger life to help you live happy and well. We've got blogs, we've got videos, and we've got tools. We've also got empowering stories and solutions on all of our podcasts. So if you've missed an episode or you want to check out more, make sure to hang out on the site and become part of our seekerhood at wellseekers.com. Now, without further ado, let's get back to our guest. 
And we are back on Well Seekers with our guest today, Christina Edwards. Christina is an esthetician and has been one for a decade now. She's my esthetician as well. And she is the owner of Oasis European Skincare. You can find it at oasiseuropeanskincare.com. We'll put the link below as well, which is in Avon, Connecticut. Christina, thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks for having me. Before we get started, Christina, we were talking about mental and emotional health and how there are certain things we can do as we transition from spring to summer for our mental, emotional, and physical health. Um, And taking care of our skin is something that can not only help with reduction of anxiety and different things that crop up as we change seasons, but also is something that helps us feel good and is needed as we transition from spring to summer. What are some of the things that we maybe don't know about that are going on in our skin as we move from season to season, especially spring to summer? Absolutely. So as the seasons change, so should your skin care. This will always be my first thing to tell you to do, which is always wear sunscreen. Sunscreen is going to protect your skin from sun damage, which we don't want. Before we hop into sunscreen, so exfoliating from spring to summer is more essential than, let's say, in other seasons because of, I'm guessing, this is just a guess so you can correct me if I'm wrong, mm-hmm. dry air because we're inside with the heat on. Yep. Um, so there's a lot of dead skin everywhere as we dust and different things in our house. I'm sure we see our dead skin. So is there extra dead skin that sort of needs to be exfoliated so we have that summer revival glow. That's what you're saying. Yes. Okay. Yes, 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 yes. So exfoliation is, and not just your face, but your entire body should be exfoliated. Okay. So how do we exfoliate? So I know that we can come to you. Mm -hmm. If we came to you, what should we be asking for? And if we're at home and we want to try some simple easy things that may work. Could you give us some examples for that as well? Absolutely. So when you come in for a facial, we are already going to be exfoliating you. So I use more of a gommage, which is a uh, like a grain-free exfoliation, but there are also exfoliators that have grit in them. You can do that. You can do a chemical exfoliation. So um, do more of like a glycolic or a lactic acid peel. That'll give you a nice quick exfoliation as well for your skin. And then as far as maybe doing some exfoliation at home, you can, uh, for your body, you can do like a salt scrub with some olive oil, or you can do a sugar scrub with like some lemon and olive oil, or, you know, you can even use body brushes. Those are also really good. I actually don't exfoliate the skin of my body. I just assume that my body wash will do that, but that's not the case, is it? Not unless your body wash has like a salicylic or glycolic acid in it. So let's say we wanted to make our own at home, Mm -hmm. literally just take olive oil and some like over-the-counter sea salt and mix it together. Yes, exactly. Very simple. Yep. Some people prefer sugar. Sugar can be a little finer. Don't do that on your face. Just use it on your body or your feet or your hands and just bring it in the shower with you and just, you know, give give your body a good scrub and you'll feel amazing afterwards. And the olive oil is very nourishing and it'll moisturize at the same time. Can we use any oil like coconut oil or is there sure. an oil we should stay away from? Like, should we be using Crisco? I'm guessing no. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't use like don't use vegetable okay. oil. I mean, you could use avocado oil is very nourishing for the skin. Coconut oil is like you said, you know, also a good alternative. Um, you know, and most of us have those ingredients are 
in our cabinet. So make sure that if we go in, we ask for some sort of exfoliating. Well, if you're getting a facial, you should be getting it anyway. Um, and at home, mm-hmm. if you want to do something, you can create a simple all natural body scrub. So yes. you, you would say in your top three to four ways that we should be reviving our skin for summer, exfoliation is in there. Oh, absolutely. Such good stuff. Why don't we get into some other quick, simple tips that people can use to help revive their skin from the spring into the summer? The other thing is that you want to keep your skin hydrated. I think that a lot of people tend to maybe not do that so much in the summer because it's warmer and your skin is, your oil is a little more free flowing. And, you know, sometimes on those really days, people tend to get what they say, like more like an oil slick or like a little more oily, but it's actually not good to stop moisturizing in the summer. You want to be obviously drinking a lot of water. So you want to keep your body hydrated. You do want to keep moisturizing. I tend to tell my clients that you really should be switching skincare for the summer. What you use in the winter is not necessarily what you're going to use in the summer. So number two, stay hydrated. So as you're Mm -hmm. switching into summer, you hear that a lot for everything. Every cell in Mm -hmm. your body needs water in the summer to help revive yourself. So your skin needs it as well. So in order to help our skin, more water than you probably even imagined. Um, Absolutely. And Mm -hmm. then moisturizer. So moving into summer, I will say that I do agree with you. I feel like my estheticians in the past, I, I know that I see you now, but even mm-hmm. before Galena, shout out to Galena, who was my esthetician <laughs> before Christina. Um, but before that, my esthetician would tell me to put a serum on like mm-hmm. in the winter because my skin would get dry. And then she would say, don't do it in the summer. So what are some of the switches that we should be making in our skincare routine from spring, winter to summer? I wouldn't say that you necessarily need to give up the serum, but um, maybe you are going to move to a little bit more of a water-based product, say your moisturizer, instead of doing something that might be a little heavier or or oil-based to lock in the moisture during the winter. When you move into the summer months, you're probably going to want to switch over to something that's a little more sheer. Could you walk us through an example of what you think is the perfect summer revival skincare routine from day to night? Yeah, no, absolutely. You know, you definitely want to be washing. So don't ditch your cleanser. You definitely want to be cleansing day and night, especially at night because you're outside more. Your skin is probably getting a more dirt and just pollution that's kind of sticking to it. So you really want to make sure you're cleaning that off your skin at the end of the day. And then you want to use more of like a sheer serum vitamin C, which is an antioxidant, which is huge for the summer because of the abundant amount of sun that everybody is going to be getting. And then you're going to just want to use some kind of a sheer moisturizer. What do you mean by sheer as opposed to Um, what else would I be using? Because I feel like all my moisturizers are the same. (laughs) So just something that's more water-based, not oil-based, not like a thick, heavy cream. Okay. So could you give us some examples? 
Yeah. So as you know, I use Yanka for my skincare. Mm -hmm. I love it. They have a, I love Yanka. So Yanka has a Hydra line and, uh, they have a Hedra cream, which is fantastic during winter months, but also have a Hedra fluid, which is, again, more water-based and it absorbs much faster. So you don't feel like you have this thick, heavy amount of moisturizer on your skin, which if you're wearing a heavier cream, it can definitely give you that oil slick feeling, mm -hmm. which people want to avoid during the summer. And I think that's why they tend to maybe skip the moisture, but but don't it's not skip good it. to do that. Okay. No, don't skip it. It's just as important in the summer as it is in the winter. So don't skip the moisturizer. If you're going to use a serum, maybe search for something that's vitamin C based because that seems mm -hmm. to be better for the summer. Make sure we're yep. hydrated and mm -hmm. definitely exfoliate our skin to get that summer revival glow. Yes. And we have some user submitted questions actually. Oh, so. Perfect. Mm -hmm. uh, well, I did mention before SPF. Oh, yeah. Okay. So and make sure maybe not a revival tip, but an essential tip that you keep your face full of sunscreen. So important, not only during the winter, and some people tend to skip SPF in the winter because they don't think that they're getting those UVA and UVB rays, but they are. Skin cancer is a really big problem and it's going to save your skin. You're going to not age as fast and he wants to have wrinkles and sunspots and, and, and things like that. No, no one wants wrinkles or sun. prevention. Yes. So sunscreen <laughs> costs a lot less than Botox. So yes, we it want does. to put sunscreen it on does. our face for sure. Being preventative is less costly than corrective. Absolutely. So. In every aspect of health and your mm -hmm. skin is no different for sure. Absolutely. I should have asked this when we got started. When we have a first time guest on, like to ask, why did you get into skincare? What was it about skincare that, because I know you've had a career. Could you just tell us a little mm -hmm. bit about your own journey into skincare and how you became an esthetician? I have always, I would say from 20 on, have had pretty problematic skin. So I've always struggled with adult acne and have really had to be very diligent about taking care of my skin. And so I started getting regular facials from a pretty young age because of how high maintenance my skin is to try to prevent my breakouts. And it was that esthetician that I was going to see that really got me very interested in doing this for a living. And so then from there, I just, my friends and family would always come to me and ask me about skincare and to use and what I was using. And I just finally was like, you know what? I should really do this for a living. So I did. Your skin too. If you guys saw Christina, her skin's beautiful. She doesn't, it doesn't seem like Thank there's you. anything <laughs> that would have been problematic about your skin. So how did you change your skin? I really attribute it to getting those regular facials. You know, it's something that when you have a problem that you're dealing with, with your skin, and you actually start to get those regular facials, you see a huge difference. It's just actually experiencing it and then getting the regular facials and seeing how my skin responded to them and how my skin improved after them that really sold me on it. So, I mean, it 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 works. If you put the if you put the time and the effort into doing that, you will see the reward from it for sure. 
There are so many things out there too, Christina, like you hear about the vampire facial or the this, mm-hmm. that, or there's so many different things out there that I think it scares, it scares me away. And I've always oh, been yeah. someone that's gotten facials and it's like, wait, should I do this? Should I do that? Which I, I think I ask you all the time. I'm like, what else is out there? Like what else can yeah. you do to my face? But <laughs> we, there's really power in just getting a simple facial every, what would you say? Four to six weeks is optimal. Yeah. If you can get it every four to six weeks, that would be ideal. As you know, I also offer microdermabrasion and I offer peels, very superficial peels, but I offer peels. I personally want I to take a more holistic approach to the skin. I am more into relaxation Mm. and I don't want to do anything that's going to flare your skin up. The peels that I do are like the most aggressive treatment that I even offer and they're not even that aggressive. Talk to me about what you mean by holistic approach. I'm into holistic approaches to everything. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So the Yanka, for example, the skincare that I use is a phytoaromatic line. They only use plants and essential oils. They don't use any fillers in their product. So to me, that right there from the skincare that I'm using is more holistic and more um, along the lines of being natural. I don't like to use products that have a lot of chemicals in them and a lot of fillers. I just think that it's not good for your skin. Everything that you put on your skin absorbs into your bloodstream. Mm, mm-hmm. and we forget that. Also like the fact that Yanka is made in Paris, that's actually a big deal because um, European skincare guidelines are much stricter than the U.S. is. Really? Yes. So, you know, Europe has been banning sulfates and and all of those bad things that the U.S. is just starting to ban in skincare and hair care products now. They have been banning those for years. So we, we really are behind the eight ball when it comes to that. If you can ever look to see what products are banned or what ingredients are banned in European skincare... And what's banned in U.S. skincare, I think you'd be surprised. Yeah, I'll try and do a link, actually, and and look that up because that's so interesting. So mm-hmm. if you were to say, this is what I would suggest staying away from in a skincare product, you would say a good guideline is just to see what's banned in Europe and try to exclude that from your skincare? I would. And the other thing, too, is turn the ingredient label over. Yeah. I don't think we do that enough. I think we're really good at doing it with our food right now. I think we're just starting to do it with our food. Now the next thing we're going to start hearing about is, and I had another guest on talking about this. What Mm -hmm. are you washing your body with? What are you washing your face with? What are you cleaning your house with? Because that's also polluting us. Yes. Those perfumes that are in everything are not good for you. Those chemicals. So, you know, flip over the ingredient list and look at the ingredient list. I mean, how long is the ingredient list? How many of those ingredients can you actually pronounce and how many of them do you know exactly what they are? What is your suggestion then? I mean, I have to say I was going to look for a um, body wash and I've been trying to do like all natural mm-hmm. and even the quote unquote all natural ones were filled with chemicals. What should we absolutely look to avoid as we're trying to actually nourish and revive our skin? And what would you say is something we should look for? Obviously, you want to avoid any kind of like a sulfate called it. SLS. We've banned microbeads. Those don't even exist anymore in our skincare. You really want to try to go as 
organic with your skincare as possible. I mean, like if you go into a Whole Foods or I know in in Granby, Connecticut, there's a healthcare store. I think it's called Granby Village Health. And if you go into that store, you're probably going to be able to find something that doesn't have all of those nasty chemicals in it. But you have to move in a more organic direction. And if you're not in Connecticut, if you go to your local health food store, they'll probably carry items. I mean, sometimes I think if you go to a farmer's market or even if you do go to a a Mm -hmm. Whole Foods or a Trader Joe's, they have the bar soap and there's usually like four ingredients in it. I was just going to say that. Yeah. I am like disgusted by bar soap, but that's because I had brothers growing (laughs) up and I was like, this bar soap is like vile. Like, I don't know what hair that is or where it's from. I don't want it near (laughs) my body. But like, if you have your own, so I like have bad associations with it, but like keep your own bar soap separate from your husband's or your brother's or someone, whoever you live with, that's even if it is a female, like I wouldn't want to share bar soap with anyone. But if you (laughs) have your own bar soap, you think it's okay. Yes, I absolutely do. Like if you're, if you keep your own bar soap, I know that they even make these special little pads for you to put them on. So they don't like, yeah. Yeah, Because they get gross. Yeah. Because they get gross. Mm -hmm. Yes, exactly. They make your shower gross. But I mean, I have one in my shower and it works. Just like with your food, like you really want to try to keep it as close to nature as you can get. I mean, obviously when you're buying skincare, there's always going to some kind of a preservative to keep it on the shelf. Mm-hmm. It's really the quality of that preservative. Like what are they using to preserve that? Isn't it, is it an actual chemical or like Yanka doesn't use chemicals to preserve. Then their shelf lives aren't two years or three years. I mean, you might turn the bottle over and get like six months out of them and that's okay. I think this is the new revolution that's coming. What we were talking about when you first hopped on that people are going to start treating the things that they're cleaning their face with and their body with like they do their food soon. So it sounds like you're ahead of the curve and I'm excited to to talk with you more about that. I also want to have you come back on and talk about fillers. Mm, mm-hmm. I'm sure you have a lot on that. Um, <laughs> before we let you go, though, I have some user submitted questions. This is from Emily. So a lot of women buy men's moisturizers. What is the difference between men and women's moisturizers? She uses her boyfriend's moisturizer and wanted to know, is that good, bad, not relevant? I guess I would have to say probably fragrance. Um, I mean, men are attracted to different scents than women are. I always like to maybe take the approach of that if it's working for you. And that's great. You know, you're moisturizing. I'll take it. You know, like if that's what what it's going to take for you to moisturize is to use your boyfriend's or your husband's products, then that's fine. Men's skin tends to lean a little more oily than women's. Um, So, I mean, if you have the same skin type and you're a little more oily, then then I think that it's fine. But I, I guess pay attention to how your skin feels when you're using it feel dry? Do you end up being more oily throughout the day? No real difference other than potentially fragrance packaging. Probably not. Okay. Yeah, probably packaging. This sounds like, and this is another user submitted question. This is actually from a man. Mm -hmm. He wanted to know, how can you tell a good quality moisturizer from a not so good quality moisturizer other than the price tag? Ingredients. What are some of the ingredients we're looking for? It really depends on the skin type. 
I think that by now, most of us at least are aware of how to read a label. So the um, the more or the higher the concentrated at the top of the list. So if, you, if you're buying something and it says that it has aloe in it and aloe is the last ingredient, it doesn't really have aloe. This is literally like looking at food labels. Yeah. That's so funny. I will like just buy a moisturizer. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, retinol. Okay. But it could be the right. last thing on the list and not even mm-hmm. have any potency. Yes. It's not the price tag. It's flipping the bottle over, seeing where the ingredient lies and going from there. In the same vein, do you have any moisturizers that you would recommend? I know you carry Yonka at your store. Mm-hmm. What are some great moisturizers at good prices, do you think? Well, I'm never going to recommend anything from a drugstore. Why not? Because of the potency like we just talked about. You know, most of the most of the like bad ingredients that you're trying to avoid are usually in the drugstore products. Okay. When you go to your esthetician and you go get a facial and, and they have their skincare that they're trying to sell you, you're paying more for a reason. There's higher quality ingredients in the product. There's more of those ingredients in the product. You know, it's not just us trying to sell you a $75 moisturizer. I mean, it's, I mean, it's, it's a fact, like there's, there's better ingredients and more of those ingredients in these higher quality products. You know, I realize that everybody's purse strings are different, but I mean, I will always be recommending Bianca (laughs) and that's, that's what I will tell everybody. Okay. Yonka is it. I have to tell you, I have to bring this in for you. I, cause I used to go to this spa in New Hampshire. It was called Wingate and mm-hmm. I want you to test them out. If they have their own skincare line, would you be willing okay. just to give it a little try? Yeah. Maybe we could do a video or I'll give you a sample for a week because I love Yonka too, but I think they're right up there with Yonka. Oh yeah. There's a lot of other products that are right in line with Yonka. You know, there's pharmaceutics that's right in, you know, Newport, Rhode Island. And I mean, that's about as organic as you're probably going to get. What is the name? Pharmaceutics. Perfect. There, so there's three examples. The Wingate, Pharmaceutics, mm-hmm. Yonka. One more question, Christina. Trish wants to know, oh, it's about body oils. Mm-hmm. So is there a difference between low quality, high quality body oils? oils because you can find some body oils that are, you know, $2 and then you can get like, I think it's called EOI oil. I use it. I should know. Um, they sell it at (laughs) whole foods and it's like an all natural body Mm -hmm. oil and it's like $11. So is it the same thing? Look at the ingredient list. Yep, exactly. Like if you, you know, uh, this is the best example I can give you for that kind of stuff is uh, to go to the drugstore and I need to buy a leave or NyQuil or something. And I'm looking at the name brand, which is whatever, $15 versus the store brand that's, you know, seven. I'm turning around the bottle and I'm looking to see, are the ingredients the same and how much of them are in there? And if the name brand and the store brand have the exact same ingredient list and the exact same percentages, I buy the store brand. Mm. So I would say the same thing for like the body oil, for example. If you flip it over and it has the exact same ingredient list as the more expensive one, you, I'm sure you can buy the less 
expensive one because the ingredient list is exactly the same. So it's all about the ingredients. You guys, we just have to read the ingredients and be conscious as Mm -hmm. we are with food. So much good information, Christina. And one last question. Why can't Mm -hmm. we put body oil on our face? I'm going to go ahead and answer this one. This was definitely (laughs) from someone that I know. So I'm not going to name this person. Uh But the answer is because your face has different pores than your body, right? And it clogs differently. It does. Your facial skin is not the same as your body skin. So <laughs> this was a male. Um, this is a yeah. male question. Sorry, guys. Yeah, I know. I don't it, want it just, a gender it, stereotype. It just but... And as a man, you probably shouldn't be putting oil on your skin anyway, because you tend to lean to be more oily because you have hair on your face. Mm. But I will tell you, if, if anyone has never used facial oil to cleanse. Yeah. It is amazing. This is coming from somebody who breaks out, leans a little more oily. I think you're a little hesitant at first, but once you use it, it's it's amazing, but it's a completely different oil than what you put on your on your body skin. What it's is not facial oil? Heavy. I've never heard of it. Is it good for for summer, reviving for summer? Absolutely. You can use it all year long. So it's a cleansing oil. So when I cleanse at night, I double cleanse, which is a thing. So, um, yeah, so I, I use my facial oil first and I cleanse with that. It's amazing to, and it takes off like all of your eye makeup and everything. And then I use my, my Yanka cleanser and I, and I cleanse my skin after. Amazing. So facial oil. And again, any brands you recommend? I personally use, it's called oil obsessed by bare minerals. Okay. But I've also used Kiehl's makes an awesome one too. Oh my gosh. I've never even heard of facial oil. Yeah. All right. So there's your, your other exclusive well seeker <laughs> summer tip facial oil you'll have to send me some links christina and i'll put it yeah. on the site okay awesome christina edwards she is the owner of oasis european skincare in avon connecticut you can find her at i'll have the link below guys oasis european skincare.com you're also on social media christina so give us all your socials Okay. So, um, my Facebook is Oasis European skincare and my Insta is Oasis underscore European underscore skincare. Perfect. We'll link those two just for everyone. Yeah. Cause that Instagram one's hard. <laughs> I know mine's hard too. It's hard to do that, to, to find a, a new name and a new candle and everything. It's impossible. With Well Seekers, I got lucky, but you should see my own disaster for my own name. I'm like Lucia N, Lucia Naz, Lucia. (laughs) It's like, it's a million different. It's hard. Everyone took all the good names, but um, she's amazing, guys. If you're in the Connecticut area, check her out. And if you're not, you can just check out her website. Christina Edwards, thanks so much for joining us on Well Seekers. Thanks, Lucia. We'll be right back on Well Seekers. Look, we're already friends, right? So let's make it official. Just find us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, at WellSeekers. Thanks for being part of the Seekerhood. We couldn't do this without you. Now, back to the show. And we're back on WellSeekers. Thanks again to Christina for her amazing advice in the show. I learned something new, and I see Christina once every eight weeks. So I have the opportunity to ask her questions a lot, and she definitely taught me something new. So I hope you guys learned something as well. Usually you guys know that I save this time for going over tools, but in the first part of the show, I told you guys about some of the things that I do to help reduce stress. And I mentioned the tools 
So instead, I want to take this opportunity to do a few things. The first is tell you about the rest of our guests coming on. And we had some users submitted questions for Christina. So I want to give you guys a chance to ask questions as well, because really this show is all about you and your journey. And we are coming alongside you. I'm coming alongside you on your journey to finding the wellness that you want, that happy life that you want, that well life that I think we all strive for. And to form a better relationship with ourselves and with the people around us. The remaining guests, we I'm really excited about this. We have Rachel coming on. She's a certified holistic nutritionist. She's going to be talking about body acceptance. So if you have any questions for her, Meg is going to be coming on and talking more in detail about reviving our self-care routine for the summer. That was a user submitted um, request to have that topic. So if you guys have user submitted questions for that topic, definitely let me know. And then lastly, we're going to have Brent on who is a natural food chef. So many questions for him. Um, he's going to be helping us with mind food connection and you know reviving our food routine as we head into summer and some things that maybe we haven't thought about. And I'll I'll, of course, be talking about the mental and emotional benefits of eating some of the food that Brent introduces to us. So if you guys have any questions for our guests, make sure that you DM us on any of our socials at Wellseekers. You can also um, email me hello at wellseekers.com. And you guys, I want to tell you about a couple other cool things. So first of all, we are on iHeartRadio. If you're listening on iHeart um, podcast, thanks so much for checking us out. If you aren't listening on iHeart Podcasts, hop on over to iHeart Podcasts. I was at a friend's a couple of weeks ago and we actually pulled it up on um, their TV because iHeart streams on most TVs. So just go to the iHeart app on almost any TV and you can type in Well Seekers and we'll pop up. Listen to us on your TV. And also we are starting to build out our YouTube channel with a ton of quick, real simple advice to find your happy and your well, to live your best life, form a better relationship with yourself and others. So check out our YouTube, YouTube backslash Wellseekers. Really excited about that. And also we have a partnership that I am so excited to tell you guys about. We're going to have an official launch with a commercial that we're doing. There is a new company called Pulse Cellular. You guys, Pulse is an incredible company. I don't know if you know, but I have a love-hate relationship with my phone. For some reason, I feel so loyal to the company that I'm with because I've been with them for 20 years, but I couldn't think of a more horrible connection. No one can hear me ever. I rarely get service. I get dropped all the time. And then a friend of mine told me about a company that he actually started. So I know the owner of this company personally. I can vouch for it. And more importantly, I can vouch for the service because ever since using Pulse, I know what my relationship with a phone should be like. It should be clear. I should never be dropped. I should be able to hear everything and stream whatever I want. You can find out more at PulseCellular.com. That's their website. Their plans too are almost, well, I'd say too good to be true, but they're not too good to be true because they're real. So no contracts, no credit checks, no cancellation fees, a plan for everyone, the family plans, the one lines, 50 gigs of high speed LTE data, $65, two lines, 55 each, four lines, 45 each. If you guys have a family, I mean, 45 times four, that was about what I was paying for just one line with my old company. So it's PulseCellular.com. And just because you're part of the Seekerhood, Pulse Cellular has agreed to give 10% off your monthly bill 
by using promo code WellSeekers. So already low prices, no contracts, no credit checks, no fees. Incredible, like hands down the best service I have ever used. If you are sick of videos buffering, you're not going to have to, you're not going to have to wait any longer because that will never happen on Pulse or it, it never has happened to me at least on Pulse. So all you have to do is head over to PulseCellular.com, pick the plan that works for you. And if you put in WellSeekers as a promo code, you'll get 10% off your monthly bill. So head on over PulseCellular.com. You guys, thank you so much for being a part of the Seekerhood, for spending this chunk of time with me and with our guest, Christina. Thank you so much. And as always, thanks so much for being a part of the Seekerhood. We'll talk to you next time on Well Seekers. How would you like to join the conversation? Email us anytime at hello at wellseekers.com.